It is Sunday, November 4th, 2012. This is U62 the Targ. Let's do it. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're talking about the monumental news that Disney bought Lucasfilm and what this means. It's my Star Wars special. Welcome to the House of Mouse. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. I was getting all ready to skip this week as well, but you know what? I was chatting with a friend of mine and he said, you could probably do a whole show on the big entertainment news that broke this past week. And you know what? He's right. Yes, yes, I could. So I figured, why not? Let's sit down and talk about what happened this past week. For those who have been living under a rock and might not have heard, October 30th, 2012 is a day that will now live in infamy among nerds. On October 30th, at the price of $4 billion, Walt Disney Studios acquired Lucasfilm, the company that George Lucas created Pretty much just to make and merchandise Star Wars. Long story short, Disney now owns Star Wars. Along with that came the announcement that Disney is going to be making a brand new Star Wars trilogy starting in 2015. That's right, we're getting episodes 7, 8, and 9. The long-fabled sequel trilogy is happening. I tell you, they've been talking about the uh, possibility of making the sequel trilogy for a really long time. Shortly after Star Wars came out in 1977 and became the global phenomenon that it was, George Lucas started going around saying, Oh yeah, it's actually the middle part of this gigantic 12-part epic called The Journey of the Wills. And the only characters in all 12 films are going to be R2-D2 and C-3PO. Uh, one time I read an interview with uh, Gary Kurtz, who was the uh, producer of Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, and he shared the plan for the nine film series that he and George Lucas kind of mapped out while they were making Empire Strikes Back. I copied it on my blog. Uh, this interview is like 10 years old, so I'm going off my fuzzy memories here. Basically, it was like this. Episode one would be the Jedi Knights, who they are and what they're about. Episode 2 would be all about Obi-Wan, his story. Episode 3, Anakin's story and Darth Vader begins. Episode 4 and 5, well, in the interview, Gary Kurtz just shared his uh, thoughts and remembrances on making the films. Episode 6, Return of the Jedi, would have been much more depressing than the final product. Uh, Leia would have become a queen. Uh, Han Solo was going to die. Darth Vader was going to die. Just Everybody dies. 
And so then episode seven, Luke Skywalker, his training not complete yet, was just going to go on an epic quest to finish his training. Episode eight, Luke was going to find his long lost twin sister. Surprise, not Leia. And then episode nine was going to be the final epic confrontation with the Emperor. That's what they were mapping out way back in 1979. But then, of course, you know, things changed kind of in the mid to late 80s there. George Lucas lost interest in Star Wars and it kind of floundered until, you know, the 90s rolled around. Nostalgia started becoming a thing and they kickstarted the whole thing all over again. So that's the big thing, right? We're getting the sequel trilogy. You know, I was just reading over at uh, Cracked.com. Uh, they have a great article. They they actually wrote the article like three years ago, but bam, it's back on the front page because of the news. And that is because that is uh, they present the argument why Star Wars sequels would suck. Basically, one of two things happens in Star Wars sequels according to the novels. One, we see a lot of politicking going on as they try to build a new republic, and it's like uh, the politics in the prequel trilogies cranked up to a billion, or they turn into pale imitations of the original trilogies. Uh, there's this one uh, sequel trilogy of novels where a clone of the Emperor comes back, seduces Luke to the dark side, and then Leia has to finally tap into her Force potential and become a Jedi Knight and save Luke. So essentially, the Emperor is the Emperor, Luke becomes Darth Vader, and Leia becomes Luke. So there you go. That That's one of the interesting things, right? In all the interviews, Lucas revealed that a treatment has been written for a sequel trilogy. A treatment, for those who don't know Hollywood talk, uh, that's uh, the brief summary that you give to the studios to what the film would be about, and, you know, hopefully they'll pay you money then to go write a full-blown script. So a treatment already exists. Who knows what will be in those sequels? Who knows how it will be fleshed out? But the bigger question is, who is going to make the films? We'll get into that right after Duel of the Fates here on U62 The Targ.
of the fates here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon. Mark Cap is still here with you. Ah, remember the summer of 1999? How excited we were for Star Wars Episode One, and then how disappointed we were? I'm not going to lie. I still actually think Episode One's not too bad. You know, when I saw it, I didn't go through the whole, Oh my gosh, he raped my childhood, like everybody else did. But still, you know, we had Attack of the Clones, which was... Blech. And then, you know, Revenge of the Sith finally got to where about where we wanted the prequels to be, but then kind of petered out. We all have our ideas of how the prequels should have been. I won't get into mine because I'm sure I probably already did that on an episode. But the question now is, what are the sequels going to be? As we all know, we've heard by now, Disney bought Star Wars and Episode Seven's going to be coming in summer of 2015. But the big question I have right now is, who are they going to get to make it? Because that's the one thing that uh, kind of came out with this uh, deal. Uh, with the sale of Star Wars, George Lucas, he's pretty much retired from filmmaking now. He's taken the $4 billion that he made off this sale. He's going to donate a huge chunk of it to charity, according to some of the reports. And then he's going to go off to some tropical island right now. The new president of Lucasfilm, who will be overseeing everything, Kathleen Kennedy. You know... I think this is a phenomenal choice. The name Kathleen Kennedy might be ringing some bells. She is a legendary Hollywood producer. Uh, she produced all of Spielberg's hits for like the last 30 years. She's a major player in Hollywood, good friends with George Lucas, just, you know, unnatural to take over as Lucasfilm's head. But the question now is, who are they going to get to make those sequels? I mean, George Lucas, he's still kind of tangentially attached as a creative consultant. But in order to flesh this out now and uh, make the sequels a real thing, they're going to have to get, you know, some directors and some writers and stuff like that. You know, it's probably far too early to start speculating. But, you know, I'm just looking online. There is a wish list a mile long. Every movie gossip website now has their very own wish list. Uh, you know, J.J. Uh, Abrams, who did the Star Trek reboot, his name is high on a lot of lists. Uh, Neil Blomkamp, who did District 9, his name is high on a lot of lists. I saw Robert Zemeckis pop up. You know, he is a colleague of the Spielberg and Lucas uh, School of Film making he made the back to the future trilogy he might be at that uh, age where he's thinking no i don't want to do that but the one thing that really tickled my fancy this guy is high on my wish list too and that is brad bird you know he did the iron giant my favorite film he did the incredibles he made his live action debut with mission impossible 4 and i did like some rampant speculation that was going around and basically a few months ago, it was announced Brad Bird's next film was going to be a super-duper top-secret project for Disney called 1952. Absolutely no details were released, just that it's going to be called 1952. And now the announcement that Disney bought Lucasfilm and they're making a new Star Wars movie. As we all know, the Star Wars movies uh, always use popular code names. Blue Harvest, of course, the very popular code name for Return of the Jedi. So now the rampant speculation is, is 1952 a code name for Episode 7? 
Probably not, but you know, Brad Bird, he's had high at the top of my wish list, so yeah, it'd be really awesome to see, but definitely, probably within a year or so, if they want to make that 2015 deadline, there's going to be some announcements as to uh, who's going to be in charge behind the cameras. I can hardly wait to see who they get. You see the dark has everything you want in a podcast. Scooby-Doo, Batman, and Weird Al, it's the holy trinity of pop culture. Download it today at chaosinabox.com. I met him in a swamp down in Dagobah where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda. S O D A soda. I saw the little rent sitting there on a log. I asked him his name and in a raspy voice he said Yoda. Why
There's a line in that song that seems strangely prophetic now. The long-term contract I had to sign says I'll be making these movies till the end of time with my Yoda. By Weird Al Yankovic here on U62, the Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is still here with you. Talking about the big Disney buying Star Wars deal. And uh, the big thing is the full ramifications of this deal are still being analyzed. You know, that's the one thing that uh, Disney was focusing on in their news release and uh, that the entire media has been focusing on. But Disney didn't just buy Star Wars. Disney bought Lucasfilm. So that means now Disney owns Industrial Light and Magic, the legendary special effects house. From what I've been reading online, though, Disney's going to leave ILM alone to just keep doing what they're doing. So ILM will largely be unaffected. Uh, Disney now owns LucasArts, the famous video game company. As one of my friends went to Facebook to exclaim, does this mean we'll finally get more Monkey Island games? Who knows? For those who don't know, uh, Monkey Island was a very famous series of uh, pirate video games that LucasArts made in the 90s. And of course, the other big one, right after Star Wars, Disney now owns Indiana Jones. Are we going to get our fabled fifth Indiana Jones film? Are we going to get a gritty reboot of the Indiana Jones franchise? Who knows? The focus right now seems to be on Star Wars. And yeah, just we're getting the sequel trilogy starting in 2015, and after that, they're promising a new Star Wars movie every two or three years. So that means it's not going to stop with the sequel trilogy. We're going to get all kinds of spin-offs and such, uh, just with other characters that aren't part of the Star Wars canon proper. And by that, I mean the trilogy of trilogies. It's just who knows what exactly this all means. I'm still kind of curious, though, still kind of wondering why George Lucas did it. Why did he sell? In his official statement, George Lucas was saying that he always figured Star Wars would live beyond him, and it was important for him to start that transition while he was still alive. He says he wants to pass it on to a new generation of filmmakers. Or maybe it's another thing. Maybe George Lucas just figures that he's done. You know, he made his Star Wars sequels. Then he made uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Just another one that was much hated by the fans. Then he finally made his World War II epic that he'd been planning for years Red Tails. It came out back in the spring. Critics hated it. It was a massive flop. I'd still like to see it. Uh, but maybe after all that, George Lucas just threw up his hands and said, that's it. I'm done. No more movies for me. So who knows? Just there's going to be new blood working on Star Wars. That is the one thing that I think I am most excited about. Another analysis I was reading online, you know, that was one of the biggest problems with the prequels. You know, when George Lucas set out to make the original movies, he had no idea what he was doing. He just thought he'd make some awesome movies. Then when he made the prequels, it was like George Lucas forgot what to do to make an awesome movie so he decided to make a star wars movie but he didn't know how to make a star wars movie and it just failed like that so with new talent on board who knows what could happen you know it's a strange new world we live in star wars is gonna boldly go where it's never gone before you know, for the longest time, I've been saying that I'm burnt out on Star Wars. But this news that there's going to be new people in charge of the franchise, 
I'm actually getting excited for Star Wars again. So, this is a very interesting world we live in. All I know is summer 2015, I will probably be there to see it. I don't think I'll stand in line for hours on end like I did for episode one. I might, you know, wait a couple of weeks for the crowds to die down to go see it, but I will still be there. Actually, I was just thinking about something. The new Star Wars movies are going to be made by Disney. As you know, I got on Disney's list for their advanced screenings for film critics. That's how I saw Tron Legacy before anyone else. That's how I saw The Avengers before anyone else. So something tells me if I'm still on the list in three years, I might get to see Episode 7 before anyone else. And I just might take a guest with me. Bidding starts at $1 million. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. It was a good ride while it lasted. Come on, kids. Let's go home. We are home. That was fast.